<laughs> so he so he pops this bottle of champagne up the foof and and uh, and and pour like tilts it, pours champagne inside her. I don't know why he thought that would oh be like God. essential. Um, she said it burned like the fire of Hades, <laughs> and obviously she he champagne is really really fizzy, and so it I basically poured gas loads of air up inside her this podcast talks openly about mental health sex relationships and various other personal subjects that some people may find triggering now i know what you're thinking so i'm just going to explain a little bit why dear mr nick a thief so basically long story short when i was in year five i went swimming with my class and a guy came in the changing room and stole everybody's knickers so i did what any responsible 10 year old girl would do and i wrote a letter addressed to said local pedo printed it off and handed it out around my class it contained some comedy gold if i do say so myself poetic almost yeah not only did little Sophie write to the local paedophile, she also wrote to herself every day in her diary. And when we found it, we were like, this is hilarious. People have to hear this. So here we are. Hi, everyone. And welcome back to another episode of Dear Mr. Nick a Thief. Um, hi, I'm Sophie Craig. And of course, we've got... I'm Johanna James. <laughs> and we're joined today by a fabulous lady guest lady first lady of the season i know the lady of the season um sounds like bridgerton i was, gonna, I was literally gonna talk about I was bridgerton that. and i was like lady lucia <laughs> <laughs> yay so yeah we've got lucia with us and she is otherwise known as chi with a c youtuber slash comedian slash content creator slash actress extraordinaire you may have seen her on <laughs> this morning she does a great impression of phil and holly oh, god I still haven't watched Bridgerton. Oh, you must. You oh, must. you must. I feel like I haven't got the brain for it, though. No, Do you know what I mean? no. Very... No brains required. It's just... It's, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's very drama much... Drama and boobs and... and... Drama yeah, and boobs. It's just drama and boobies. That's it. America. America <laughs> have made a show. period drama. And yeah. there we are. So it's like... You know what I couldn't get yeah. over, though? That um, the whole way through it... Like, so the girl, that, the main girl in it that plays Daphne... Hmm. His oh, it's Sally, Sally Webster's daughter, isn't it? Oh my god, yeah, that was it. I, as soon as I was, I was like, really? Honestly, so googled it. She's the spit of a young Sally Webb. Do you know what, what I mean? Thought. Like, Go on, Sal. Really? I know. Good Mayor for of Sal. Weatherfield. <laughs> <laughs> She's the, the the ancestor. Yeah. Of uh, the ancestor of. <laughs> no, it's, yeah. If you haven't seen Bridgerton, I love it. Just don't watch it with your parents or your nan or anything like that because yeah, it's great. Oh, girl, it, it gets good. saucy. It's the steamy moments. I watched it on my That's own. It. It's fine, but I um, wanted it to be saucier. I'm not gonna oh, lie. Really? <laughs> mm. How much? Mm. Like how saucy can you go? They were, they were, they were doing it in the ground. Have you have you seen three, 365 Days on Netflix? Oh yes. Oh, yeah, what happened? So, What's that? Oh God. <laughs> Don't watch it. <laughs> oh, what's it called? Um, what's the, what's the thing? What's the line that they say? Your lost baby girl. No, what lost is it? Baby girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. gee. People listening, I'm like, I don't understand anything. What you need to do is you need to go home and do some research, watch 365 days and Bridgerton, and then you'll be up to scratch and you can join in on the bands. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Go, go watch it and let us know what you think. <laughs> it's all kind of saucy. <laughs> Ooh. Um. Yeah. If you can call being in year six on Valentine's Day saucy, that's exactly where we're going. Oh, okay. Mm. Back to 
What, what bit of juicy, you? bit of juicy. Two thousand and. Oh God, I don't know. I didn't date it. I just wrote fourteenth of Feb. So what? Yes. I'm really old now. So like we're talking twenty years ago. Two thousand one. Maybe even further back. Two thousand. I feel like it was AD. It wasn't oh, born no, then. <gasps> no. No. When were you born? It was two thousand one. <gasps> oh, so is my sister. Is it, I'm, I'm actually, we're actually ancient now. We're actually so old now. It's not even, it's like wow. a joke. Okay, we'll leave that there then. Thanks for coming. Um. Um. <laughs> uh. Okay, here we go. The 14th of Feb, 2000, slash maybe 2001. Dear Tessa. Who? Hello, Sophie. My diary's called Tessa. Um, <laughs> it was, anyway, back, back then. Uh, Who's even called Tessa? I don't even know anyone called There's like a, a maid in the 1800s is called Tessa. My Which nana. Was... She oh. gave me the diary. That's why I That'd named it Tessa. Why. So you named it after her. Yeah, because I've been re- reading on Frank's diary and she'd named hers Kitty. So I was like, well, I need a name for mine. Because, <laughs> you know, essentially. I didn't know Anne named a diary. Anne, yeah. Anne Good named for her. A diary. Good for Anne. Go on, Anne. Anne. <laughs> <laughs> day is Valentine's Day and what a day it has been. I can't believe what's happened. Let me start from the beginning. Oh, please do. I don't. The, what what tickles me most is that um, I I just I, I don't know who I'm writing for, but I. You're ten years old, but you're writing as if you're writing your memoirs of your life at like ninety years old. Like <laughs> I'll start at the beginning of time. I, this is what I mean. I think <laughs> yeah. I was very heavily influenced by Aran. You know, oh, so, Aran. like the style of, oh. yeah, the oh, style of man. writing. Sorry, of the Southerners, I was like, Aran? <laughs> writing in Aran. <laughs> was so, so influenced by Aran. I was just really influenced by Aran. <laughs> so I, like, I got lost. Right, our Anne. Okay. Our Anne. Sorry about that. Our Anne and Frank. Our Anne. Yep, yep, yep. Let me start from the beginning. I woke up and had some toast for breakfast. I got to school and of course today is Valentine's Day. Of course it is. Of course it is. Lois got David a card with a sheep on it that said, I love you. And then it oh. opened. Yeah. <laughs> I open brackets. I've put here, are you as a female sheep? Oh, just in case. Oh, just, wow. You're oh. I'll explain the joke for you. I'll explain Note, it. <laughs> Note to self. And then this is the best part. I think this is like every, every primary school, like child's experience. We did some marriages in the playground today and Daniel tried to make me marry him, <laughs> but I did not want to. I just oh. wanted to practice the dance moves to tragedy. <laughs> uh, I got married at school. You get married was... at school, Lucia. I don't think I ever did. No, I was always oh. kind of a bit too hard to get, you know. I was just oh. always just focusing on work. Yeah, practicing on my moves. career. Yeah. Probably more into tragedy, yeah. But <laughs> we get married. Sorry, I've got was... steps to do. <laughs> <laughs> There was an area of our playground, which we called like the wreck area or something. And it was like the, the rough area. There we are. The altar. The altar. The altar. Yes, otherwise the altar. And, uh, but it was kind of out of sight from where the teachers were. So you'd go over to the rough area and that's where you could get married or have a fight or both. That rough area. Oh, wow. Yeah, the rough area. Um, and I remember getting married or proposed to one day. I don't know who was marrying me. I can't remember. But I remember being so <laughs> concerned that because I had a brother who was two years younger he was in year four or something and I was so worried that he was gonna spot that I was getting married and tell my mum I'm not gonna get in trouble because I was gonna object because I wasn't allowed to get married and my mum was like no 
No husband Zach. just arrives. I object. <laughs> I object. God, sorry, that's Amazon. Bear with. That's Amazon. Bear with. So before we were rudely interrupted by Amazon there. Um, <laughs> hashtag not an ad. Hashtag not an ad. Uh, we're talking about Zach, your brother, objecting to your marriages in the playground. Yes. Uh, we used to get married on like, a, there was like a paint what's it called like a snakes and ladders on the floor and that would be that would be where we all got married over there was that a metaphor for the relationship as well like you just didn't know what full of snakes full of snakes with all ladders Mm -hmm. all the amounts of times we all got married i'm sure there was plenty of snakes going on (laughs) come to think of it i'm probably still married to someone Mm. from the playground so true aren't we all oh never got the divorce you never got yeah we didn't have any divorce courts there. We weren't on the ball that much. But right, so so on this Valentine's Day 2000 and something, you were off to get married? No, 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 no. no. Daniel tried to make me marry him. Oh, and I right, did not you... want to, Johanna. I just yes. wanted to practice the dance moves to tragedy steps. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yes, that's moving on. Fair enough. I think so, I do. Um, other people called it frigid. Yeah. Um, hot dog and fries for dinner. Just popped that in there. Nice. Yep. <laughs> this is probably quite possibly one of the most northern um, sentences you might hear. On the way back home through the alley, we were walking past the shoe factory. <laughs> oh my uh, God. Yeah. Somebody... You were born in 1804. <laughs> <laughs> they only just started making fact. shoes. Yes, <laughs> shoe factory. <laughs> Somebody started to make shoes. Um, <laughs> the, somebody burnt that down in our school. When we were in secondary school, yeah, they went and burnt it down. So, so, this, so you went past the shoe factory? Mm, sorry, so yeah, we walked down the alley past the shoe factory. Josh came over with a bang on the door chocolate heart. Do you remember bang on the door? And groovy yeah. chick. I love no. groovy oh, chick. Oh, groovy chick, yeah. yeah do, you, do, you, do you know groovy chick? Oh, I know oh yeah, gro- I, uh, I may be young in age, but in my head I am definitely in my mid-40s. She was definitely Thanks. born in the 90s. Yeah, 100%. Groovy, I think I was born in the 70s. Oh, 70s. Yeah. Yeah, what would that make? Yeah, loved a bit of groovy chick. Yeah, a bit of groovy chick, a bit of bang on the door. It was a bang on the door chocolate heart anyway. He gave it to me. He'd scribbled out Claire's name and wrote mine instead. He said she didn't want it. Wow. So, Recycling. I mean, he's, you know. He was rejected by Claire. And then he gave it to me naturally. And of course, I received gratefully. Great. I love secondhand chocolate with my name not on it. Great. Received gratefully. <laughs> I finally mustered up the courage to send Joe my Valentine's card. Wow. Mm-hmm. This is pretty good. Big. on you. Thank so you. So you got a chocolate from Josh, but you were sending Joe a card. Yeah. This is after school as well. So it was like, you know, this was like the next level of relationship. Not just a relationship in school. Yeah. And outside of school one. It wasn't a relationship. It didn't get very far. Anyway, I wrote Happy Valentine's Day in it and I didn't write my name. So he might not even know that it was from me still. Oh, no, wait, he does. Hang on. Did you just put XOXO? XOXO. <laughs> Happy Valentine's XOXO. Who is it? <laughs> well, this is what I put. I, I, I left some cryptic clues, girls. Oh. It said, Ooh. my teacher says I have nice handwriting and I stuck a pog in it for him. Oh, <laughs> Do you remember pogs? I love pogs. Yeah. What's a pog? (gasps) What is a pog? I mean, I don't even know actually what they were. I don't know how to play them. I just wanted one because everyone else wanted one. But I I don't know what they did. Yeah. Do you know what? I'm going to have a quick Google. It's like they were like little pieces of 
plastic like plastic they were like little circles of card or plastic yeah and they had like little slits in the side like you I don't really know they were, what they were. It was were. some kind of basic game that the Victorians basically had. And we would love them. And everyone was like, oh my God, you've got to collect your pogs. And you bring them to the playground, you'd swap them. I don't know what else you'd do with them. But <laughs> they were just a thing that you had they, to have. Yeah, they were, and they're also called like milk caps, apparently. Never heard that. Oh. Milk caps is a game that was popular. Oh my God, this makes me feel so bloody old. Milk caps is a game that was popular among children do the, during the early to mid 1990s. The name Pog is owned by the World Pog Federation. It's a brand of juice made from passion fruit, orange, and guava. The use of Pog bottle caps to play the game preceded the game's commercialized. They were bottle caps. Oh. I mean, n- no. No, they weren't. No, they were a cool game of circle things that you would... But that must be where they started from. Like people playing with bottle tops. Are we that old? We didn't have anything. We didn't have social media or computers or TVs or anything. We just played with <laughs> bottle caps because we were poor. In the back alley by oh. the shoe factory. Writing <laughs> in your diary. My God, writing in my diary. Dear Tessa. Those were the days. <laughs> wow. Bloody I mean, I, I, hell. I feel a million years old. Not, I'm aging twice as fast in this lockdown, I've got to admit, but that's made me feel like prehistoric. Thanks. I, f- I feel like a I dinosaur. I thought you were meaning pugs as in the dog. You gave him a dog. <laughs> I stuck a yeah. pug in a car. <laughs> no, anyway, I, I gave him a pug. A pug, which a was pog. in the currency of the day, that one was a singular, lot. One singular pug. It was a lot yeah. of gift. <laughs> It was a lot of gift. That was a lot of gift then. Yeah. So you 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 gave him a pog and your heart. And what did he say? Oh, he didn't even know it was from you. No, he didn't because I put it through his letterbox and ran. Um, so it says, he only lives down the hill. So mum drove me down so I could post it through his letterbox and run off. And then <gasps> the best thing happened. What? You won the lottery. Mm-hmm. What happened? Better. Tonight? Found a, hot, a whole pack of pogs. Tonight, I found a card in the porch with a cream egg. Wow, he's upped it. Was it from him? It was, was it from Joe. <gasps> I couldn't believe it. That's what it says. Is requited. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. A pretty, cream egg as well. Pretty that's, big deal. That's a pretty big deal. Did you eat it? What did you do? Did oh you marry my god. Him? Well, I've, ri- I've written out the poem here that was in it. Oh, wow. And I, at the time, remember thinking that this poem was really personal. He'd taken time to write it. And now I realize it's just a standard poem. Go on, just read it. Do a recital. Recite, we're waiting. The poem said this. Roses are red, violets are blue. Sugar is sweet and Sophie is too. So I thought, because my name was in it. Yeah, it was personal. It was very personal. Yeah. Very thought out. But it is one of those poems where it's just insert name here, isn't it? I mean, I don't think it would win like a spoken word event. Um, but no. there was heart there. And obviously there was the cream egg. So we've got to talk in terms of gifts. We've got to talk, exactly. Pog and- versus cream egg. And they were bigger mm. back then as well. They were. Okay. They were bigger. They were weightier. A lot more yeah. dairy Chee milk. They, they were. And Freddo's were only 5p. Oh. They were. They were now five they're about £5, aren't they? Yeah, don't yeah. inflation. <laughs> So, God, this is just an old, we just sound like old ladies grumbling about the good, <laughs> good old kids in the back of the factory and the pogs and the, no. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> Young I'm, women. I, after this, I'm going <laughs> to go and try and do something to feel youthful again. Feel young. I'm going to go and tick, I'm going to make a TikTok and I'm going to do a TikTok. Watch some Downton Abbey. 
And I'm watch our Sally Webster, the mayor of Corro. <laughs> wow. Um, and when it signs off this, I was so happy. I'm so glad I called my hamster Joe. Well, good night, <laughs> Sophie. What happened to Joe? What's the end of that story? Uh, nothing. He's not your husband. No. Oh, no, no, no. Bless him. I don't know what oh. he's doing. Yeah, yeah, it was just Joe. Yeah, Joe, if you're listening, hello. I hope you're <clears> well. <throat> Thanks for the egg. <laughs> Thanks for the egg. And I hope you still have your pog. Yeah, that was it. That was as far as it went. I don't ever remember it going any further. It doesn't feature in the diary again. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. That's the end of that. And that was the end of that. I got my cream egg and I ate it. And that was it. Um, so that was that was Valentine's Day back then. I've had a lot worse Valentine's Day, I will say. Had and better and had better. But um, up until that, that was the peak. The my peak first... for Valentine's Day memory of valentine's day i remember i think i must have been about four five like very young and i arrived at uh at church for the sunday school and my friend at the time uh called andrew he bounded up to me in church and he'd made this huge card like as a five-year-old it was like the size of a five-year-old he and it mm. was like glitter probably like pasta and it was all like he put effort into this card and I was mortified because like everybody saw me like get it. It was like right at the front of the group where everybody was. And he was like, here you go. Happy Valentine's day or something. And it was like, oh, I love you. But And I was mortified because I didn't feel that way romantically inclined. <laughs> and um, I was like, oh, thank you. And then my mum was like, you have to make him one back. And I was like, ah, oh, I don't want to. I don't want to. And mum was like, you have to. It's what you do with Valentine's day. I was like, oh, so I made this like really half-assed, I didn't put the best glitter on it, you know what I mean? Mm. And I, and I just made crumbs. It like, yeah, it just gave me a quick, a quick tears of thing. sadness and being I forced. And I, was, I had to like, I had to give it back to him, and I was just like, "There you go, you want happy Valentine's Day?" Yeah, um, yeah. And that was yeah. um, so my first memory of Valentine's Day is being like mortifyingly embarrassed, um, like a public display of affection, and then being forced <laughs> to um, make a card. Yeah, I think I've, I've got a card. I remember like the first guy, like my first love, I remember he was like 13, 14. I've spoken about him on the podcast before. <laughs> he made quite an impact. Um, and he gave me, I remember we were in science um, and our teacher was called Mrs. White. I hope you are. Um, and he gave me a silk card in a box, which was a pretty big deal. Like, and I remember his best, his best mate, um, his best mate, Gaz, who was like his little sidekick. Gaz was also the guy that broke up with me for him. Um, <laughs> um, do you remember that? Where, hi, um, yeah, uh, so-and-so has uh, said he doesn't want to be with you anymore. And you'd be like, okay, great. Oh. Couldn't he that. say it himself? Yeah, yeah. I wish at that time I'd have gone oh. a backbone and been like, can he not just come up and say it himself? God. We, Why would know. we not? We were living in a level of anxiety where anyone could walk up to you and just dump you. Anyone. Yeah, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and anyway, this- On behalf of someone. Yeah, this one obviously, you know, didn't last. Um, but I remember getting a silk card off him and- card. Yeah, because it was like, wow, really? Ooh. Like, it was a big deal. Um, I remember Gaz being like, yeah, this is a really big deal. I think it might have been even Gaz that gave me it. And I got a, a teddy <laughs> off him. This was in science, because obviously you didn't see each other outside of classrooms. <laughs> um, and I got a <laughs> little white bear with a red love heart on it. And he'd sprayed it in his links. 
Oh, and he used to lose um, links. There was like links Africa and links touch, wasn't there? <laughs> there was like two, yeah, two different ones, two different basic boy packages. I had brothers and they use links. So when I smell links, I just go, my brothers. Yeah. So I never liked it on any other boy because I only associated it with my brothers. So. Yeah, for every every boy in the 2000s would use it. But yeah, he sprayed it in Link's Touch. And I remember being like, oh my God, I love the smell of this because it smells like him. And I remember going out and buying a bottle of Link's Touch and I would keep spraying <laughs> the bear in it oh. <laughs> so that I could like sit and smell him. Um, the home. weirdest things when you're young and you fancy people, you yeah. do the weirdest things. I still I do just... it now. I still spray I mean... it in Link's Touch and think of him. <laughs> so for 20 oh. years <laughs> it's been 20 well, it's been over that no it hasn't been yet 84 years, years. <laughs> since the factory burned down since the factory burnt down <laughs> i've got no shoes um so the yeah it's still going yeah it's still going till this day still a guy once gave now. me a safety pin um i don't wow. know why i i like i, I think he literally handed me a oh, safety lovely. pin or something. Thrifty. I kept this safety pin on a necklace <clears throat> for like 10 months. Wow. Did That's it go rusty? Probably. I mean, it probably mm. gave me tetanus. It was just, it wasn't even, it was just a bog standard safety pin. But mm. and, I, and I also would, oh my God, I'm so, I would also at night, I'd like attach it to my teddy. So it would be on the teddy. Oh, oh I'm just going to throw up now myself. Did oh. it? Oh. What about you, Chi? Have you got any, <laughs> any? I used to, honestly, I used to ignore any kind of event that wasn't Christmas or my birthday. I was such a self-absorbed Fair. child. <laughs> Couldn't care less about Valentine's Day. I thought, oh, it's just not as good as Christmas, is it? It is a big we, commercial We're not as huge thing, about it, it over here. As like America, it's like a massive thing. Like if you don't get a Valentine's, yeah, it's the Valentine's like a, dance. You're a social, <laughs> you know, reject. But we did do this thing at school. I don't know whether they were trying to make it so that they would stop the embarrassment of people giving cards. But, you know, do you remember you had, like, trays at primary school? So you'd have your tray. Oh, yeah. You'd go and you'd you'd put your homework things in it and whatever you wanted, your pogs, yeah. And um, (laughs) I remember that people could go at break, you could go and put a Valentine's Day card in someone else's tray so that they wouldn't know, like, who it was from or whatever. And I never got one <laughs> and I remember like <laughs> my friend would get like five and she'd be like oh my goodness I've got so many Valentine's Day cards <laughs> and I'm like oh my god you cow and I just, oh, <laughs> um, there's always one there's no. always one always one that always gets all the cards yeah she got all the cards she got all the well, cards so the I... day before it is called Galentine's Day now like that's a thing oh, have you heard yeah. about this I yeah. thought it was uh the same day i didn't realize there was a specific specified day that's brilliant i think it's the day before or maybe i'm lying galentine's day mm. i, I don't think it's before i can't remember it's I around that day you something last that. year jay didn't i, yeah. <laughs> I like, galentine's day galentine's- <laughs> guys i did a little bit of research about valentine's day do you know whence it arrived and why did no. it on the 14th of feb well, it does. It's on the 14th of Feb, but it dates back previously to that. The actual legend of Valentine's Day is actually amazing. I like Valentine's a little bit more now that I know like where it's from. No, go so on. Back in time, way back when, uh, in around 269 AD, thousands of years ago, uh, a Roman priest named Valentine was put to death for illegally conducting weddings between young couples because the... the um, 
what's he called? He was the involved in the t- playground. He was in the rough area. He, he <laughs> was the guy in the rough area getting all the kids in, <laughs> and getting them married. No, so the um, yeah, the king at the time was like, uh, he outlawed young men getting married because he thought soldiers would be better if they weren't married, which makes sense because if men don't, you know finish then they get more testosterone so well, they say that before a boxing match don't exactly they? they were using that but mm-hmm. these young men were, you know obviously in love and whatnot so valentine would be the guy that you went to underground to get married and Aww. be able to have your lady however he was found and he was put to death and rumor has it that he fell in love with the jailer's daughter and on his way to the execution he passed her a note that said from your valentine oh my god what a legend Aww. And then it wasn't brilliant about 200 years later that um, they decide to, he became a saint when he, when he was put to death. And then 200 years later, they decided to, to get rid of a Roman festival and make it a Christian one. They were like, what can we do? I know why don't we have a day all about that saint that, you know, got killed. Isn't so um, shame they become a saint when they die. Like, I know. Yeah. Be a saint in life. Yeah. Awful. I think there was one that was a saint in life. I don't know. I'm not that. About Father Christmas, wasn't he a saint at first? Saint Nick, old Saint Nick. Oh, Did yeah. he have to die? Saint oh, sh- no, he's alive. He's alive. Bless him. But Bless his little I, heart. I've got to say, what a legend that guy was, that old Valentine, Saint Valentine. I oh, actually, yeah, I like Valentine's Day more now. I know. So do I wasn't yeah. fussed by it. Do you know I wasn't I mean? fussed. Like, as an adult. Yeah, I do too. Like, as an adult, you know, I'm not like massive on it obviously at the age of 10 i was like yeah give me the bang on the door chocolates the pogs the cream eggs <laughs> give me a voice but now you know i'm like oh give it or take it links africa Ooh, links touch great but like I, um yeah yeah no now i appreciate it a bit more that's cute maybe i'm a little bit sour though because um i trace back in my mind and i remembered when i was about 14 i did get stood up on a valentine's day it wasn't a valentine's day date as such it was like oh a whole bunch of teenagers we're all gonna go hang out in camden and just like hang out because that's what we do bro and i remember being there was a guy that was going to be there and it was valentine's day that saturday so it was kind of like oh we're gonna hang out on valentine's day but there's a group of people so not so much pressure but obviously in my mind i was like it's a date and i i made him a card but it was like a kind of parody valentine's day card so just in case he took the wrong way i could be like oh it's just a joke yeah <laughs> and um I, I wrote like a poem in there and i did drew little like stick men versions of us and i and i took quite a lot of time making this card look like i hadn't spent any time at all one of those things yeah 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 i mm-hmm. went all the way up to camden with my card and he didn't turn up that day Aww. and um i was like that's it i'm never going to do valentine's day ever again um <laughs> I wasn't really that bothered after that. I had a pretty rubbish one. Um, I'd not long been dumped by a long-term boyfriend just after I'd moved kind of down to London. Not dumped, we decided to go separate ways. That was very dramatic there, wasn't I? Um, <laughs> I was dumped. I was dumped. No, we, we, <laughs> we the, the distance. Yeah, it was the end. Um, the distance. You uh, consciously uncoupled. So. We consciously uncoupled, that's the one. Anyway, so I was pretty sad. And then uh, I'd been kind just sort of seeing like a guy that I was working with and then we ended up going out on Valentine's Day um I traveled all the way back down from a job that I'd had in the north I think so came all the way back down then we all went on this night out um everybody had a bit of an argument somebody got weed on in the bus stop he fell over in the bus <laughs> and shipped his front teeth 
and then uh, yeah we spent a lovely evening together <laughs> and woke up full of regret but um yeah that was that was a very so romantic dead romantic just got pissed on in a bus stop and someone lost their front teeth it's not so. a valentine's day unless you lose a couple of teeth <laughs> <laughs> Um, Jay, I'm sure you've had lots of people get in touch with you yes. uh, uh, regarding this topic. So this week we had so many people like volunteering and writing in with their stories and absolute nightmares um, from Valentine's Day. I think because we do any, any event that we really big up and we put a lot of hope and drama and, and romance into, obviously when it goes wrong, it really goes wrong. So I've had a great <laughs> time like picking out like what the, the, the worst ones were. Um, this one really stuck out to me because I could just, I, I, I really felt um, empathy for this lady. So she said, um, one year, a large box addressed to me was delivered to my office on Valentine's Day and all the colleagues gathered around. And as I was new to the company and I wanted to make friends, I thought, oh, I'll let them watch me open it and we can all look at this together. Mm. And I was seeing a guy at the time who often gave me gifts. So getting something wasn't a total surprise. Only it wasn't from him. It was from his mum. And in the box was a bunch of stuff that I'd left at his house underwear cosmetics books and there was a note attached it said nice to have known you good luck with your life so he hadn't messaged me for a while and I just assumed that he'd been busy turns out that that meant that he'd ended our relationship and I hadn't realized and it was like a tragic scene from a rom-com and my colleagues well my work colleagues were standing there staring at my underwear it was mortifying everybody silently went back to their their desks and I never lived it down and his mum sent that oh my god Imagine your mum having to pick his up. His mum was the messenger. Yeah, his mum was Gaz. Yeah, his mum was Gaz. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but like, imagine on Valentine's Day, everyone's like, "Oh, somebody's got a parcel," and it's literally like, "Nice to have known you. Good luck with your life." That's... Full days. You'd what be a brutal mum, though. Also, I know. <laughs> Good luck with your life. <laughs> Cheers. That is brutal. I'd be like, no. If you're dating someone, you need to learn how to end this. You need to learn how to start and end relationships properly, my son. Right. So this is a memory harping back to the times when you could, you would talk to people on, on the telephone, and you wouldn't necessarily um, see oh, who they were. That was the worst, so, wasn't it? Ringing up the house phone, and being like, "Hi, is um, is so and so there?" That is just having his tea. Do a thingy. Okay, thank you. Um, or like, get off the phone. I want to use the phone. Yeah. Um, right. So this is from a uh, a man called uh, Anonymous, and it says, "I once met a girl called." change her name to Alison at our high school uh, dance she laughed at my lack of dance moves and she pulled me close during during the boys to men end of the road looked into each other's eyes and we made out on the dance floor for the entire song and she left me that night after writing her phone number on my hand in a pink magic marker bloody hell that's romantic it is Two weeks, we spent hours on the phone talking every night and she agreed to be my Valentine. So on February 14th, I showed up at her parents' house with a card, a dozen roses and a mixtape. And then when Alison opened the door, she said, oh, you're the other guy from the dance. Oh, I don't want to go out with you. And then um, she shut the door and she opened it up again. And she kept the flowers, um, but she gave him back the mixtape and she left him there standing there on his own. And I'm like, wow, this oh. situation wouldn't happen now because obviously you would talk on like a, a FaceTime so you'd know instantly. But this guy invested two weeks of his life with Alison. 
And then she's just like, oh, you're the other guy. So sorry, was that... God, was Alison... Was Alison that guy's mum? Like, these are all very brutal. <laughs> brutal. I mean, they say all's fair in love and war, but it's brutal times out there. It's awful. Yeah, that is really bad. Um... This one, I think as well, this has got to be the most embarrassing Valentine's Day that came into us. It said, a few years ago, I went on holiday to India with my then boyfriend for 10 days. We had a blissful time. We were eating fish on the beach, drinking cocktails, staying in a lovely hotel. The flight home was on Valentine's Day and I wanted to make it the last day as romantic as possible. Unfortunately, my stomach had a hard time. I knew this was happening. Oh, no. We were sitting at the gates when I felt really dodgy and I ran to the loo where I was extremely ill. I blamed the chicken burger that I'd had the night before, the only non-Indian food I'd eaten the whole trip. After that, I felt fine until 20 minutes later when we were boarding and I motioned (gasps) to my boyfriend with a panicked look in my eye and he immediately shouted at everybody, can you move out the way? My girlfriend's about to shit herself. <laughs> so, so discreet. Could they you imagine? Move? Do you know what? I mean, yeah. She Otherwise, people spent, wouldn't have moved. She spent the next five hours. They wouldn't have, would they? Five hours on the plane, um, emptying her bowels into the plane oh, and no. um, like sweating profusely next to this boyfriend. That was like the worst. Thing. But I would, I would be. I don't embarrass easily. But if somebody announced that I was about to shit myself and they needed to move out the way, <laughs> I would probably go a bit pink. Like that would be yeah. quite quite embarrassing oh, i'd, I'd have been like plane. yeah i wouldn't have got the plane i don't think i could have got the plane no. i i've never heard anybody not go to india and not get a bad tummy or egypt as well i like, got a bad tummy yeah. the entire time in egypt and i'm a vegetarian and i stuck to the, the cooked foods like the cooked vegetable i didn't eat salad i had a bad tummy the entire time it's the water isn't it that's okay. like oh yeah. yeah yeah water they say and ice yeah ice that's a killer yeah. i go to this i go to spain i'm like i'll have my drink hold the ice <laughs> yeah i ain't getting tonsillitis again that's not i'll have a can of coke please i always get tonsillitis when i go to spain don't what know why yeah yeah must be the ice <laughs> must be the ice all that the answer for everything it's the answer to everything must be the ice that's what it is it must be the ice now, there's one more um, story that I wanted to include because I think this is this actually happened to a friend of mine. She will remain anonymous, but it is my all-time favourite like Valentine's Day disaster. Um, slightly graphic, so um, let's just do it. We're all ladies here. Hold on to your knickers. Um, hold on to your knickers, lads. <laughs> ladies and lads. Um, so my friend, this was when they were very, very, very young. Rose petals on the bed, romantic R&B music. Aww. Like um, oh a bottle of champagne, oh. painting each other nude. <laughs> it was it was that kind of vibe, you know what I mean? And then, because this is where it gets really funny. So they were there on the bed doing their thing, getting down to it, doing a bit of foreplay, uh, and then uh, the the guy decides to do something really kinky and was like, "I'm gonna I'm gonna pop the bottle of champagne up her." Hang on, sixteen? <laughs> yep. Surely not. So he. So he pops this bottle of champagne up the foof and and uh, and and pour like tilts it, pours champagne inside her. I don't know why he thought that would oh be like God. essential. Um, she said it burned like the fire of Hades, <laughs> and obviously she he champagne is really really fizzy, and so it uh, basically poured gas loads of air up inside her uterus and so she was like ow 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 no 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 don't do that don't do that and then the minute that she moved horrendous fanny farts 
horrendous. Oh my god! Because she's just had a liter of gas put up inside her. <laughs> so um, she then proceeds to try and like run out the room, and it, it's you know you can imagine the toots. And like when you go much. on a jog and you fart every step. Yeah, like that. It's pretty much that. And he was like, don't worry, I'll help you. And he was trying to like get the air out. And it was just, she was like, let's just leave it. Let's just leave it here. This is, this is a disaster. <laughs> we draw the and, line here. And I love that. And I never let this friend forget. I remember that time that that boy tried to pour champagne up your fanny. <laughs> it is a thing though, isn't it? Like where people... Is it? Alcoholic but, stuff. Yeah. Oh my God. Know. Oh, I'd get a UTI immediately. Yeah, it's like Fresh a- for a week. Nothing edible is going down there. It's like a sparkly UTI. Middle class UTI. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh dear. There I we think are. That was beautiful. Thank you, Johanna, for that very informative discussion. Well, you can't talk about Valentine's Day and not talk about sex, can you? (laughs) (laughs) Very true. Very true. Not all Valentine's Day about giving pogs and and eggs, are they? I think you'll find they're the best. (laughs) (laughs) Lucia, where can we find you? Oh, anywhere, really. You don't have to find me if you don't want to. We don't need your address. Not your address. I mean, yeah. like, can we find you? Where you can, can find your work? You can, you can find me online, but you don't, you know, just anywhere. Only fans. So yeah, you can, I'll, I'll do it for you. Cheer with a C across all of our socials. Go check out our YouTube. Our Instagram's popping as well, and I'm sure. Tw- oh, and our Twitter game is stronger. <laughs> so if you do fancy a laugh, well, go check her out. There you go. I'll do it for you, my love. Don't you worry. You can find <laughs> us at It's James and Craig. We're on Instagram. We're that's, on, kind of we that's kind of it, really. That's and then you kind can of find us. Oh, she's at Johanna James. I'm at It's Sophie Craig. Um, yeah, that's it. Come find and us. Dear Mr. Nicker Thief is available on Spotify, iTunes, and many other places that you can listen to pods. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we're not sponsored by Jeff Bezos and Amazon yet, but, yeah, but you are up. sponsored by Anne Frank. Thank you, Anne. Bless her soul. Bless her soul.